So hello everyone, this is another episode of the Marvin's World Podcast. Here today, we're here to find out about the religion of the flying spaghetti monster. And we're here to debunk some myths and be informed. It's, 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 and here today, we're here with the fantastic Matt McKellar. Hello. Oh man. Yes, that's that's. How are you today? I'm not too bad, mate. I'm not too bad. I'm just chilling. Got my water, and yeah, I've, I've just been thinking about many different things and thinking, what is? I think speaking to a few comedians that I think things things will recover sort of next year or so, but it's gonna be either one of two ways of the virus either we're gonna it's gonna be like a seasonal flu that comes back and then we have to handle it and it'll be in lower doses or it'll die away like like the spanish flu uh i'm inclined to think it's closer to number two the way we're experiencing it here right now is uh we don't have a lot of cases but we're right on the border with america and they are exploding So it seems to me that uh, organized vaccines, science, will lead the day. But uh, it's far too virulent to be just uh, a casual thing. My partner got sick and uh, was ill for two weeks. There was a point where we thought he wouldn't make it. Uh. And furthermore, he's a U.S. citizen. Our border is closed for the first time since we burned down the White House in 1812. And we totally did. That was something we just loved to rub in. But uh, we we haven't been able to get back together since. He's a Pontifarian minister as well. He represents us in New York State. Uh, so, I mean, as you said, the, the religion hit... The, well... Pastor Farinan sort of hit the headlines with Mr. Edmonton, is that right? In 2005? No, uh, Bobby Henderson. Yeah, Bobby Henderson, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Edmonton is the capital of my province. <laughs> that's his... um, Bobby Henderson was a concerned citizen, a frustrated engineering student. Uh, as Kansas, as the Kansas State School Board, wanted to include creationism in uh, in their science classes. Not, not their religion classes, but as a product of their science classes. And he said to, to the Kansas City School Board in his excuse me, famous letter that he endorsed the teaching of intelligent design, as they called it, and that he suggested that we include all creation myths included in it, including our flying spaghetti monster and our creation myth very simply is the monster went on a four day bender, got so got blackout drunk, woke up four days later and created creation needed for or needed another three days of recovery. I mean, there is a lot of the universe that just is uninhabitable or earn you or be very unpleasant, but we got a nice little planet here. Uh, what? One thing that I found interesting is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, there's an aspect that obviously is very different, but you 
what comes to mind is you have the don't do's rule book, which is a, reminds me a bit about the we Ten Commandments. I'd really rather you did. Yes. It's in the book of suggestions. In uh, the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. We have two books. One, one is called the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Um, that's our study upon it. It's comparable to the Torah. So, or the Torah and the Talmud. Whereas one's lore, one is uh, study upon it. In this case, our study is the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Our lore is known as the Loose Canon, and it was also collected in 2005 by St. John the Blasphemist. Okay. And that's available for free online. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's good. That's, it's, it's cheaper than the Bible, guys. Yeah, and we'll we'll keep on you know rewriting it here and there. Every now and then we realize, oh, we were really wrong about this moral, and we have to change our society to be better. So we change our book too. One thing that I do agree and that I found quite interesting is that you feel that rather than people spend money on sort of churches or these other things, you should think that people should spend money on actually helping the homeless rather than like building churches and sort of. Superficial things. Absolutely. Well, a lot of a lot of religious institutions have simply gathered wealth. They may have operations that do assist people, but this should also be entirely selfless, without condition. Um, an example of our our works is uh, one of my favorite pirates, Tanya, our captain of Australia. Every Sunday, she goes out into the Adelaide Hills dressed in full pirate regalia with enough food for a bounty. And anyone that would like to come and have a beer and some pasta is welcome. And together, they share a meal. Nothing brings people together like a meal. That's what we do instead of church. On Fridays, we have pasta. We come together with our friends, our loved ones, occasionally the guy down the street. And we enjoy a meal together. We enjoy each other's company. We learn from each other. And after all, happiness is at the bottom of an empty pasta bowl. And what, what kind of pasta? Is it a meatballs pasta or is it a bolognese? No, or is it, is it? Well, that's one of the wonderful things about pasta. It's not something that anyone really has to go that far out of their way to find. And we can really say there's regional recipes for everyone too so we're really not missing out um in my case i'm i'm more fond of alfredos i use a lot of alberta beef because that's our that's our prime our prime staple here a lot of sirloin and the like but uh a good meaty sauce or a cream sauce i guess that depends you know the sauce really depends on the noodle the noodle is meant to grab the sauce and hold it in place. And that's why we have different shapes. Spirals are good at getting chunky sauces. Um, shells are good at getting thin sauces. Uh, spaghetti is good at nesting medium thicknesses. The wonders of culinary arts. What, what, so, there is like a heaven and hell, like there is in Christianity, but what I noticed oh, is... we do have a heaven and a hell, yes. But it's, I wouldn't say it's like Christianity. 
We don't have anyone run go downstairs. It's for other people, and we don't even have a, a name to condemn them with. They're just the other guys. And their hell is a lot like our heaven. You see, our heaven has a, has a beer volcano that erupts to order, and a stripper factory that doesn't actually have to be a stripper factory. I mean, we have a lot of asexual or aromantic members, too, that just want it to be a, a role-playing game table. But why not? Shouldn't it be what you really want your paradise to be? Have a friend on over in the afterlife. Enjoy a beer from the beer volcano. Have pasta. Hang out with the wonderful strippers. In our hell, well, the beer, it's warm and it's stale. Still there. So is the stripper factory, but they're quite unpleasant and have ED. Have STD. Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, basically, yeah, STD, SDI. There's a few different terms depending on the region, I suppose. Uh, and so, what are the you shouldn'ts, and how many are there? There's eight. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah. Now, I mean, you're not gonna be in too much trouble if you miss one here or there, but you should really strive to because that's what that's where we develop our ethics from. Um, the first is, I'd really rather you didn't act like a sanctimonious holier-than-thou ass when describing my noodly goodness. If some people don't believe in me, that's okay. Really, I'm not that vain. Besides, this isn't about them, so don't change the subject. And that's, you know, like, that's our first. The beauty of that one is we don't need to prophesize. We don't need converts and we don't need to condemn if, if my friend the Anglican minister wants to sit down at our table and have some pasta with us we'll happily serve him up because he's our friend he's a member of our community and that's more important than worship the second one I'd really rather I'd really rather you didn't use my existence as a means to oppress subjugate, punish, eviscerate, and or, you know, be mean to others. I don't require sacrifices and purities for drinking water, not people. And, you know, I think that's a really good point. What does purity mean in a person anyway? We're individuals with our lived experiences, our ethics, morality. Shouldn't we just strive to be good members of our community and loving members of our family, loyal friends? seem good enough i'm still still not getting what, what do you mean by purity you mean it like be saints or be sort of like... well, and I'm, well the flying spaghetti monster doesn't have an amorphous concept of purity like you see in a lot of monotheistic religions what it comes down to is is that it's saying purity is often used as an excuse but it doesn't actually mean anything it, i mean if it's drinking water good it means it's by drinking if it's a person, you're just making up a concept. We're all individuals, and we all care about living our best life. To say we're pure, I mean, honestly, it's a it's a nonsensical judgment. Okay, so the point is just to what what be positive and polite and nice. Is, is that is that what you get? Yeah. Um. We are, yeah, it, it is to be that, but furthermore, it's to actively avoid being mean 
we're using our religion as a means to subjugate or punish or judge others. Okay. The third, well, this really sums up exactly what I was saying. I'd really rather you didn't judge people for the way they look, or how they dress, or the way they talk, or, well, just play nice, okay? And get this through your thick heads. Woman equals person. Man equals person. Samey equals samey. One is not better than the other, unless we're talking about fashion, and I'm sorry, but I gave that to the women and some guys that know the difference between teal and fuchsia. Now, this is probably our most important one. We care about our gender equity. We care about us being people before men or women. We, we, we consider our non-binary and our gay and our trans members entirely valid and protected. It's important that we recognize the inherent humanity in a person. And what do you so what do you feel you feel that other religions don't support that at all? You feel yeah, some do, some don't. It's not our place to judge them. I mean, we should make our make our actions count. But we, under no circumstances, should use our religion as a means to denigrate another, and we should uphold our value that people have inherent equality. Equal value as as persons. Gender does not dictate that. Sexuality, orientation, uh, gender. Uh, honestly, all the facets of our social life are a, an evolving mechanism. Something we should explore and appreciate, not something we should judge and condemn. Okay. Yeah. I honestly, um, the person I hold to be my mentor in Pastafarianism, the one that I, uh, I stood by when they, they went up against their prime minister and their parliament to legalize same-sex marriage in Australia, was Tanya Watkins. Both her and her daughter are active members, in good standing, um, official members of the Australian church, but... I regard them with admiration, uh, like a mentor, like a like a teacher. They they took the time to to educate me and to ask my opinion and my support. Probably the most proudest I've been is my involvement in legalizing same sex marriage in Australia. No, it's. It's, and what about... I was the Canadian consultant because Canada legalized same-sex marriage 15 years ago, a month ago. Um, we were the fourth nation in the world, too. The first English-speaking nation, the second French-speaking nation, and the first in North America. Um, when Australia went to legalize, their Christ, uh, the Australian Christian lobby, their far-right evangelical lobby, tried to make us out to be audacious and perverse as a society. I was seeing advertisements for PrEP that were obviously taken in gay bars presented as being on the street. Um, I was told Pride had a lot of nudity. 
in my neck of the woods, Pride is a family event. They have bouncy houses and stage shows. It's it's a it's a community event. And it was my it was my responsibility to say, no, this is how we this is how we as a as a community, as a nation have and as a culture have responded to this. And these are the inconsistencies that your opposition is presenting. I put a lot of effort into that. And I honestly cried when I watched the Australian Parliament vote. And I also laughed a little bit because one side of the floor fled the chamber in the moments before the vote. Only four people were left to vote against it. And I think it was because they couldn't find the door. And then they burst into their national anthem. Okay. So you, you, you feel as a whole that Pastafarianism is a more open society group than perhaps other groups? I don't know about that. I think I think it's really the, the value of a religion is in the individual. How does it benefit them and how does it make them a more productive and happier member of a society? My, my child decided to be Christian. I have no qualms with that. I want them to make their own decision and I want them to be informed through their, their pursuit of knowledge. If they don't agree with me, that's fine. What I care about is that they've, they've grown in, in themselves. My, my child is non-binary, so I, use, uh, I, I, I don't use he or she in regards to them. I use they and them. Uh, so, and what what are the what are the other commandments? Well, suggestions—they're in the book of suggestions, because uh, we don't want to be overbearing to our members. Um, well, I'd really rather you didn't indulge in conduct that offends yourself or your willing consenting partner of legal age and mental maturity, and that is capitalized the end. As for anyone who might object, I think the expression is go fuck yourself, unless they find that offensive, in which case they can turn off the TV for once and go for a walk for a change. Essentially what this means is we see in multiple churches, we see it in the evangelicals here particularly, we've seen it in the Catholic church around the world, um, a real problem with molestation or taking advantage of minors and that is explicitly refused in our faith their physical age and their mental age should be taken into account and sh should be adequate for that relationship they can't if you were to be 25 years old and decide to date a 12 year old you're crossing a line if that person is also 25 but still has the mental maturity of a 12-year-old, there's still a line being crossed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think everyone agrees with that. It's 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 against the law, and it's yeah, it's it's not really a thing you should do. <laughs> we wanted to be doubly sure. We included it in our rules. There was 10, but two of them got dropped down from Mount Salsa when Captain Mosby was coming down. He was the first pirate. So, I mean, that accounts for our loose morals, but this is one moral we won't budge on. 
on to number five. Yeah. Number five. I'd really rather you didn't challenge the bigoted, misogynistic, and hateful ideas of others on an empty stomach. Eat, then go after the bitches. <laughs> it's practical. And it's in there. It's practical. It is practical, and honestly, it's telling you don't tolerate um, don't don't tolerate prejudice, don't tolerate bigotry, don't tolerate misogyny or hate. Speak up to that. Okay. And, but, well, but why does it have to... Yeah, I mean, it's a practical argument to fighting against that. But, but it's also going to leave you worn down if you do it on an empty stomach. Yes, yeah, I mean, you'll be tired either way because it will take a lot of effort to be loud and provocative. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm fond of the absurdist or you know, pointed responses. I, I like to, I like to have some dry wit when I'm when I'm challenging that stuff. Okay, that's it's. it's I, I say it's definitely very practical. It's efficient. It's it's pre-planned. That that's good. It's a religion for the modern age. Something that's practical in our day to day. And okay. And what are what are the other the other number six? You've you've suggested to me already. Um, I'd really rather you didn't build multi million dollar churches or temples or mosques, shrines to my noodly goodness when the money could be better spent on take your pick. Ending poverty, curing diseases, living in peace, loving with passion, and lowering the cost of cable. I might be a complex carbohydrate omniscient being, but I enjoy the simple things in life. I ought to know. I am the creator. Capitalize the M. You know, extra snark. But that is honestly the root of what we do. We we care about contributing to our community. We care about lifting people up when they're falling down. We, we, we care about kissing like we mean it and meaning it all the time. Okay. What if it upsets the person? What if you, what if you, what if you, what if they, they really fancy you and you don't fancy them, but they, they really need your kiss. Well, I think consent is a major part and we established that on a prior. I'd really rather you did. <laughs> but, that said, I, I met my partner in the church, both, like I said, ordained ministers, and uh, when we got put up for mod positions on the international Facebook group, we were pitted against each other, and we were kind of shocked in that situation. We both ended up getting selected. A day later, we went public with our relationship, not realizing some of the high props hadn't clued in, and suddenly they just fawned over us. It was the door. What uh, so? You said that this is a religion that's been going for a very long time. How long has it been going oh, on ancient. for? And like, well, he created the earth. He created the well, quib. The 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 pronoun for the flying spaghetti monster is quib. It is without gender prior to the existence of gender because it's the creator. It created genders. It created men and women, non-binary people, and everyone in between. And it's quit. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question again? 
So how, what's what's the history of? <laughs> well, well, we we had our quiet dinners of pasta and grog for millennia. Occasionally meeting amongst ourselves for a, a, a quick sale or a meal. But when the Kansas City School Board wanted to intrude upon overwhelming observable evidence, well, at that point our prophet had to speak up, and it caused an explosion of interest. A lot of people that didn't realize they were Pastafarian suddenly realized they were and joined us. What, what, so how did, how did the, I mean, you obviously say that it's been going for centuries and it's going for a very long time, but what, how did it all start and how did it develop into what it is now? Before 2005? Well, before 2005, we were merely pirates, gradually vanishing away. And as you've noticed, the lack of pirates has seen a gradual increase. In fact, a directly correlated increase in global temperatures global warming is can be can be resolved if there's just more pirates in the world being piratey what what, what why similar do you, to our designs of intelligent boeing and so why do you guys call yourself the pirates well we are pirates are quid's chosen people they're not criminals or rogues, misunderstood explorers seeking freedom. I live thousand, over a thousand kilometers from the nearest ocean, but I have my little pirate dinghy. I sail it down the Red Deer River and wear my colander, and I generally have a beer on hand, too. And, and that brings me joy. It brings people joy seeing me do it. That's honestly what most of us have done for a long time. They just didn't clue into what we were doing. And what what drew you into the religion as a whole? Like, I mean, what what did you do before you became Pastafarian? Well, I was raised in uh, I was raised in the Protestant Church. I honestly wanted to be a minister when I was fifteen years old, and I read the damn Bible and. That was the first time I had read it all the way through, and I'm like, what? Talking donkey? Huh? No, rape's not okay. They're dad. And it just kind of blew me away. And it shook that sense of faith that I was going to make a career out of. And I kind of wandered around for a bit, looked at the Wiccans, thought about atheism. But no. No, no. I, I, Quid touched me with its noodly appendage. I saw the light, and from then on, I, I cared more about spreading his goodwill and his peace and cheer throughout the world. But how did you stumble across it? Did you just read a book, or a friend mentioned it to you, or you went? That's, was... In my case, I discovered Bobby Henderson's 2005 letter, and I rolled that around for probably a good year. And then I started saying, "Well, you know what? I have to go." have to go find these guys and see what's up and so i started looking around the internet looking for the chat rooms and i i stumbled across one in facebook and from there just through conversations with different members uh 
we, we, we've developed a series of groups because much like most other churches, we have shared understandings and similar views. We don't always agree, but it's an avenue to discuss these concepts, almost like a, like a language to adapt to the language of religion. When, in, in, as time went on, in 2013, um, I, connect, I connected with the leadership, and I also got ordained. Now, getting ordained is super simple. It's a nil, basically. Yeah, and that's kind of the point. Everyone can be. Um, but as time went on, these network, this network developed with Australia, with Israel, with members in the UK and France and Belgium, especially the Dutch for some reason. The Netherlands are just full of Pastafarians. But given the Netherlands history, I think that's prudent. Um, we started working on projects. Um, three years into that, that was when I was involved with the Australian effort. Um, in my own home, I, <laughs> I've represented us at pride in probably the most conservative part of my country. It's uh, cattle country where I'm from. The, we have rodeos, we have cowboys. It's like a Canadian version of Texas. Okay. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an experience that continues to grow. What? Should I – actually, that brings me to number seven, honestly, and it's why I'm really making – why I'm really adapting my understanding of it, because we all have our own understanding. Number seven is, I'd really rather you didn't go around telling people that I talk to you. You're not that interesting. Get over yourself, and I told you to love your fellow man. Can't you take a hint? I can take a hint. And no, like I, I don't even think I have literal belief in the blind spaghetti monster, but rather a philosophical belief. I don't genuinely genuinely believe in the flying spaghetti monster. I genuinely believe in the philosophy of Pastafarianism. I do believe I should be working to end poverty. I do believe that I should be living in peace, loving with passion. I'd really rather you didn't do unto others as you would have them do unto you if you're into um, stuff that uses a lot of leather slash lubricant slash Las Vegas. <laughs> if you... Uh, if the other person is into it, however, pursuant to number four, then have at it. Take pictures, and for the love of Mike, wear a condom. Honestly, it's a piece of rubber. If I didn't want it to feel good when you did it, I would have added socks or something. God. <laughs> Visceral things discussed, which, um, yes, Dan might. I mean, it's not for everyone, but that's just it. it pursuant to number four, that point of consent and of being mentally and physically mature enough to, to partake in that. If that's the case, consenting adults, having their own fun, it's not something that should be shamed or intruded upon. And what's it called? With all the... So you mentioned already a few holidays, but like throughout the year, what are the holidays that you got to look forward to as a pastafarian? I mean... The first and most sacred is Friday. That happens weekly. And, I mean, it, it, 
it's a holiday rather than a holy day. Okay. Um, functionally, in a lot of national laws, it works like the weekly holy day. Like in, in my local labor law, it would be instead of Sunday. That said, um, that's when we get together with our friends and our family and neighbors and usually whoever's just wanting to pop in for a happy bowl of pasta, maybe some grog. Um, it's when we honor his, you know, his uh, noodly influence. And he looks kindly on us. It's okay. our weekly devotional. It's 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 odd that it's a holiday, but it also kind of reinforces that it's something we should take joy in. Okay. And what what other sort of so so that's your Christmas in Pastafarianism every Friday. Um. I think it's more analogous to church, but that it is recognized as a holiday instead of a holy day. Okay. And, like, with Christianity... Our, our, our parallel to Christmas is called holiday. And okay. the Pastafarian greeting for holiday is happy holidays. And it is not one particular day. It's that time of year when everyone's being festive. We're seeing... Hanukkah, we're seeing Christmas, we're seeing Kwanzaa, that's when we have holiday. There's cider and cheer and presents and it's the time when you do get together with your friends and your family and it's usually far too cold out so, you know, we're gathered around the fire having a good time. That's holiday. The most general holiday we've ever had. What has been the best experience about being a Pastafarian? Well, uh, the Australian vote for same-sex marriage. Okay. Uh, like I said, that was that was that made me cry. It was so profound. If, if it was just simply fun, I, I, I bought a dinghy, a two-person dinghy, and uh, I named it the FSM Ferta, and I made sure to tie my colander on with a shoelace, an extra shoelace, and I tied on the pride flag as a cape, and I sailed my pirate ship down the my little pirate dinghy down the Red Deer River. Uh, during Pride in Central Alberta. And uh, besides just being fun, it, uh, it it actually made us noticed for the first time in this region. Mm. And what was the response? It, positive. I mean, they... They thought it was really just funny. I mean, I didn't get any converts, and I'm not looking for them. They'll come if they choose, but, like, I, everyone was having a good time. It was what we called the fruit float, because uh, instead of having, we have a river that 
cuts right through the center of our city right here. And uh, instead of having a parade, we floated down on the river hmm. on inflatables and dinghies and rafts and whatnot, canoes. So, in the middle of summer, great time to do it. And what, being a pacifist, um, how how so you you feel that pastafarianism is quite well known and that and what do you think is a common misconception in the media of pastafarianism that it's satire i mean some people do use it as satire but we have grown beyond the possibility of just a simple joke um the reason we are official in New Zealand, and the same arguments being made in Australia, is that we're a philosophy that has outgrown its origins. Save Bobby Henderson was being satirical, and that the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster was just a whoops. Well, that whoops has grown beyond his joke, even though it was a very practical letter. At this point, we've developed a philosophy of who we are, how we should grow, how we should apply our, our ourselves in our societies. What, and why? What has been the... So, Bobby Henderson, have you actually met him yourself? I haven't personally met him. Uh, just a little bit of email correspondence myself. Um, usually the official stuff. He likes to stay, stand back. There is a core membership he has more regular interaction with, but they're friends already. Um, he's kind of like Jesus. He, he's, he's standing away, always watching, rarely interacting. He'll be back. You know, that, that basically describes Bobby's role at this point. He's done all the heavy lifting now. He's going to spend some time in a hammock in Oregon if the trees are still there. Okay. And what have you... Okay, that's cool. He, he has a thing for hammocks. It's uh, it's important to him. He mentions it often. It'd be like if Jesus like casually mentioned a hammock in every third line. He sounds like a cool guy. He does. He's an engineer. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking. For, I want to. It would be interesting to see how it's received in the community as a whole, and like see what people say and what's it called. I've had a few other members yeah, of I'm... of Pastafarianism and get in contact, so it'll be. I'll send it to them and see what they say. Um. And it, so, so some of the other questions I want to ask are what life advice would you give to your younger self? Uh, well, <laughs> let's see, I'm, I'm avoiding the one of not her. Um, I 
don't take yourself so seriously. When I was in my early 20s, everything seemed like a life or death decision. And the stuff that I stressed out over most was stuff that I could have creatively found my way around. I didn't have to spend that time fretting. I could have just spent that time responding and I would have done better. Okay. And what was a quote you'd like to live your life by? I'm not, I'm, I'm not disappointed with where I'm at. Okay. That's good. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of this quote. Um, well, I mean, I live by the quote that I should do every, something every day that scares me. That's, it's going to let me be comfortable with this. It's also going to engage my, the world around me more. It's going to open opportunities. And it'll toughen my skin, which is certainly something in the West that's worthwhile. I live in cowboy country. It's seen as a worthwhile trade. Hmm. Okay. Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug? I think people should watch the documentary iPostafari. It was premiering across European uh, documentary festivals earlier this year. COVID stopped it from going uh, to North America, but it was released online. I watched it on YouTube. It's also available on uh, Apple Music, Google Play. Great movie, about an hour long, and uh, it, 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 it shows you more of what our, our legal efforts have been to build Europe. Okay. I enjoy it. Hmm. okay well thank you very much Matt and yeah sorry have a good day and I will I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the podcast when it's finished you have a great day too looking forward to it